You look like you may be new in these here parts, cowboy. You think you know your way around? Listen here, Pilgrim. I'm just looking for a place to stash my crypto cash. Well, you gotta be real careful. There's hackers and thieves just waiting on the chance to take your hard-earned Bitcoin. Crypto is tough, but it's even tougher when you're stupid. Hmm. You're ready to draw, partner? It's high noon. And this here is the episode 156 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Well, saddle up, folks. It is our birthday week, and we are leading up to our one-year anniversary tomorrow with revisiting some of our old shows that have content that many of you have never heard. And today, you're going to hear episode number seven, where we talk about the different kinds of wallets that are available to keep your cryptos in. That's true. And uh, this is kind of a fun little uh, journey back through time, Mr. Joel Com, going back and listening to some of the episodes that we had done before. And uh, we were, you know, not a lot has changed. We're pretty much, we sound very similar to where not a lot has happened in this past year, apparently, that's, uh, that's aged us. Yeah, just 5 million downloads has happened. That's all. And thanks to all of you out there in Bad Cryptopia for making that a possibility. Give yourself a round of applause. Just take a moment, pat yourself on the back, clap, say, yay, me. I'm in that 5 million downloads. Woohoo. Yay. And then go spend your bad coin on nothing because <laughs> it's worthless. It may not always be worthless. We have some things in the works, but uh, it's been in the works and it's still in the works. And it'll make forever uh, be in the works. And (laughs) so uh, newalchemy.io, they're our sponsor. We love them. They love us. They love you. You'll love them. Newalchemy.io is the site. If you or anybody you know is getting involved in doing an ICO, an offering, a, a security offering, STO of any flavor, then you want to go check these guys out. They have comprehensive services that can lead you every step of the way so that you make sure you do this thing right. In fact, for our sponsored uh, ICO Crypto Spotlights, we've had some of their clients on the show. And uh, so the ones that we've vetted that they've brought to us, we think are of a high caliber. And uh, you might want to look at them for doing your token offering as well. Newalchemy.io. I-O, I-O. It's off to work we go. There's desktop wallets, there's online wallets, there's mobile wallets, there's hardware wallets, there's paper wallets, and we're going to tell you about all of them as we revisit episode number seven of the Bad Crypto Podcast, What's in Your Wallet? You're going to want to keep your bad crypto money and all of your cryptocurrency in a digital wallet wallet. And that's what we want to talk about here as the core of today's broadcast. We want to talk about how to secure your Bitcoin, your Litecoin, your Ethereum, your NEO, your Badcoin, uh, everything that you have in a wallet because you don't want to actually keep your Bitcoins on an exchange. The only reasons you have Bitcoin or any crypto on an exchange is because you're going to exchange it right? You're going to buy or sell through the exchange. 
but you know how like where do you keep your your uh your benjamins uh travis uh my benjamins normally they are in a bank or they're in a vault or they're in my pocket right so i mean you don't actually keep a stack of hundred dollar bills in your vault you probably have money stored in the bank but it's in the form of their ledger Right. They're not actually they don't actually have a pile of, you know, let's say you got three thousand dollars in your uh, checking account. They don't actually go and take, you know, thirty hundred dollar bills and put them in a stack with your name on it. (laughs) That's correct. Actually, the way that it works in a fiat banking system. uh, Well, actually, in the fractional reserve banking system that we have is that if we go in and deposit, say we deposit ten thousand dollars into the into the bank. Well, now that ten thousand dollars is is in the bank's ledger, but they're now able to loan that out up to ten times. So that mm-hmm. ten thousand dollars becomes a hundred thousand dollars to them, and they loan out this money that didn't even exist, and then get paid back Bastard. interest on money that didn't even exist. Banking and then, bastards! What a what a scam! Well, I mean, what a brilliant industry! Uh, you know, well, well done. Yeah, and how many wars have been created over banking and money and whatnot over time? Those bankers. They're always out there getting it. They're getting paid. So bitcoins and other currency, uh, just for the sake of uh, you know making this simple, when I talk about Bitcoin, we're talking about all digital currency. Okay, so your Bitcoin isn't really actually in a place. You don't actually store Bitcoins anywhere because they're not physical. I'm holding, you know, I, I told you guys before, I like silver. So does uh, so does Travis. We're both kind of pirates when it comes to silver. Dark matey. A ounce, a troy ounce of silver. Here you can hear it. Oh, you have yours there too. Well, I just have one, so they don't clink well. But um, <laughs> there you go. You can hear it on my desk. Very it's nice, a, very nice. It's a steamboat Willie Mickey Mouse at the you know the the wheel of the ship. Um, silver ounce and that's that's physical but you don't actually store bitcoins anywhere because what they use are digital keys that you can then access your digital crypto wallet from anywhere and there's a lot of different forms of wallets what are what are the the primary forms of wallets travis so so there are many different forms of wallets and and we when he, when he talks about that digital signature, that digital address, uh, that encrypted code, we actually uh, show you an example of that in last week's episode or the, the previous episode. I guess it wasn't last week. It was Sunday. It was Saturday. <laughs> so that episode, we actually talked in that we actually show what happens if you like were to transfer money that you bought on Coinbase and were to transfer it over to another exchange, for example, Bittrex. How does that work? And then you can see what that code looks like, and it's how many thirty digits or whatever. Uh, they're, they're they're different. They're 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 all different lengths depending upon the exchange or the currency that you're sending. So your your private key, which is your password, could look like capital J twenty eight lowercase C uppercase A blah 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 alphanumerics as many characters as it takes, and you'll have two keys for your wallet. One of them is a public key, and that is the address that you send to in order to store the currency in your wallet. And the other, your private key, that is your password. And those private keys, some wallets, 
you make up your own private key, right? And it could be a, a string of characters up to, I don't know how many, but usually at least a minimum of eight. Um, and they tell you, we recommend you do a mix of upper lower cases and numbers. And uh, some of them let you put in, um, you know, extraneous characters like dollar signs or ampersands. Um, and, or your private key could be just random characters. And in some of the wallets I've used, it's a series of random words. Um, if, for example, my Ledger Nano that I have, which is the hardware wallet, um, has, I don't know, I want to say 15 or 20 words that if I were to lose that hardware, I could go to their website and I could put in those words and retrieve. So my currency is tagged to that key. So I hope you guys are following that. It's not yeah. actually in a place, but if you lose your key, you've pretty much lost your coin. <gasps> yeah. And you mentioned what are the different types of cryptocurrency wallets? Well, one is the desktop wallet. So that can be downloaded and installed on your PC or your Mac. And those are those are only accessible from that computer that they were downloaded on. And so, uh, you know, desktop wallets, that's a pretty secure method. Uh, however, if your computer is hacked or there's a virus in there, there is a chance that you could lose all of your money on that. There's also online wallets. Well, now, well hang, hang, on, hang on a second. Just so as an example, you know, we talked about Neo, uh, which is AntShares earlier, and I just downloaded a, uh, a soft wallet that is secure today to my PC that has a, a key that only I know, and I'm able to log into that wallet and see only my Neo is stored there. My Neo. My Neo. My Neo. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that's that. So though but yeah, so again, you know, if, if you're if that computer is connected to the internet, that there there is a chance that that could, you know, get hacked potentially, right? Um, lock it down. Lock it down. And also there are online wallets. Those those are ran on the cloud. Those are accessible from pretty much any computing device that you have, right? So any computer that's connected to the interwebs will allow you to connect with those. Now again, those are connected and controlled by a third party. And so that makes them also vulnerable or more vulnerable to hackings and thefts. So you're saying, huh, well, here and, we are. We're yeah. two for two. Well, right. As an secure? example, as an example, we've referenced BitShares, which again, if you go to bitco.in forward slash BitShares, that's where you're going to want to sign up in order to be able to receive bad coin when we give it away. BitShares has its own online wallet is a decentralized wallet and so when i log in there i could actually see not just my bit shares but it also allows me to store other alt coins uh, for example dogecoin which we've talked about before and the shibu uh, ina dog that's part of our logo is is based on that internet meme it also has steam which is the steamit website that has a, um, a social media uh, crypto reward system in place so the bitshares is actually an exchange and a wallet to as a, a uh, method of storing online what yeah, else we got? I, yeah, and so that that's actually where I'm I'm storing some of my stuff there, testing it out. I don't have all of my stuff there, but I am I have my bit shares in there and I have some other things in there. All of my bad coins all up in there. All my bad coins up in my wallet. Then we've got uh, mobile wallets, yep. right? So there's, some, there's some overlap. There's some 
um, that are crypto that have both a desktop, a web-based, and a mobile wallet. And then there's others. You know, I've got my Android device in my hand, and I recently downloaded an app called Coinomi. And Coinomi stores a number of different coins, um, such as Dash, Digibyte, Library Credits, Links, and a number of others. And I've not used it yet. What you talking um, about, Willis? You just naming all kinds of altcoins. Ain't nobody know. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about some of them, but I'm just saying that the different, some wallets store are provided just by the coin uh distributor and some are provided by third party and they bring in support for storing multiple coins. So now we've got um, desktop, we've got um, mobile, we've got online wallets. What else we got? Uh, you've also mentioned hardware wallets, right? So uh, yes. you have the open ledger. That's um, And how do those differ from the other ones? Well, the, there's the, the ledger is the one that I purchased and it actually stores about, it's got memory for about five different coins on it. There's another one called the Trezor um, that is more expensive and I think holds more, but essentially you plug it into your computer and you unlock it with your passcode uh, and then there's software on the computer which you load up to actually see, okay, what's on, what's in your wallet, All right? So basically, it's a hardware wallet, and so you put your coin on it, you write down your uh, private key, your password, and store it somewhere safe, and then all your little Bitcoins are floating around somewhere <laughs> in that thing. And finally, there's one more form well, of wallet. Before you go, so uh, badco.in forward slash Trezor. That will give you the link to that. You could check that out. Yes. And then there's the last kind of wallet, which is the paper wallet. Yes. that. What does that mean? That means it's made of paper. <laughs> it, it is. I mean, you don't really, get, like, you know, with a wallet, you stuff your bills and your credit cards into it. You know, if you got a little coin purse, you drop your silver ounces into it, or you just, you know, carry them in your hand. Like, like Travis's hand is his wallet. You know, I hear him playing with the coins over there. So that's his wallet. But a paper wallet is basically um, information on a piece of paper that has everything you need to access your um, your currency. And the, the two keys we talked about, your public key, which is the address that anybody can know because that's how they send you that particular currency. And then you have your private key, which you don't want printed out on the paper. Now, the other way they represent this is with, believe it or not, QR codes. Yep. And uh, as you mentioned, or maybe you didn't mention, but paper wallets are actually the very highest level of security, right? Mm -hmm. That's what's interesting about this is it seems like, oh, it's a piece of paper. It's a printout. It's a, it's got my stuff on there, but it's not connected to the internet, right? And it's, it's almost the same as this. Like if you have a $100 bill, right? If you lose that, you don't have it anymore, right? Same thing, uh, and it's not connected to the internet. So transferring Bitcoin and any other currency to a paper wallet is is very simple. You just you know you take your your public address and then you send it uh, you send it to your address that's on your piece of paper. And actually, there is a link on our show notes here 
that that tell you walks through how to make these paper wallets it's kind of an interesting process to do that and i don't know that joel and i are either experts on that but uh, i do have in fact i have a paper wallet in front of me and by wallet i'm not saying it needs to take the shape of anything it just means your information's on a piece of paper however post-it note right there are yeah it could be there are people who um, you know, they print out a nice little uh, fold over thing that actually can go into their wallet. So they can take their wallet with them just like they carry their cash. And if they're, you're somewhere where you can do a transaction and you're going to see more and more places where this is a reality, all you got to do is take it out and scan your little, little QR code and the merchant has access to your address. Now, where we're at right now, with cryptocurrency, I thought of a great analogy as I was speaking with a friend today. Travis, you've been in computing for a while. Do you remember DOS? I remember DOS, yes, absolutely. Okay. So before we had, you know, what you see is what you get. Before we had the Apple Macintosh, before we had Windows of any kind, we used our, on our PC, we used something called disk operating system, DOS. It's before where Before the mouse. Before the with, mouse. Before the mouse. Um, and disk operating system was a completely text-based operating system that ran your computer. And I'm a big gamer. I've been playing computer games since there were computer games and back when there was DOS it was tricky sometimes to get games running you know today we put in the you know we download the software we install it and boom everything works it just works but there was a time where it didn't just work and it took a little more tech savitude how's that there's a new word the new word for the the show savitude to be able to get things up and running well some things in the crypto world are more user-friendly, which is why we refer people to Coinbase. If you want to get started, go to bitco, uh, badco.in forward slash Coinbase. Okay, that's an easy way to get started. But some of the things that we're dealing with are more complex, and it reminds me of using DOS on the computer. And I think this is why, Travis, correct me if you think I'm wrong, but I think this is why crypto has not yet made it into the mainstream because it's still technically too difficult for the masses to capture it yeah and that i think that was one of the things we were talking about last night while we were playing around with the bad coin and uh, there's just these little intricate things that happen with the bad coin when you are you know dealing with with some of these technologies here you know joel and i are pretty savvy and sometimes we get bumps in the road and we're like oh my god are you serious why is why is this doing this this is frustrating as hell you know And, uh, and it's, it's laughable, but that's really, that's really the truth is that, you know, if you are completely non-tech savvy, there are going to be some challenges that pop up and, you know, we are not, Joel and I are not cryptocurrency tech support. So, you know, I know that we, we, we are your, you know, guardians and guides into the world, but you're on your own. (laughs) Yeah. So what you want to do, and we're going to link an article on coindesk.com about storing your Bitcoins. And the last part of it is about securing your wallet. And I'm not going to go through what each of these mean, but encrypting it is one way. Backing up your wallet, you know, uh, to a different place is another way. And taking it offline, taking your printed wallet 
like this one I have right here for my Neo and putting it in your safe or or storing it off location and you know in another vault or something it's called cold storage and so uh, I think we covered wallets they're pretty good I think uh, you guys should have a good grasp of it now everybody nod your head if if you've learned something today I learned I, something I see that head I, I see that head I see that head Hey, you know, V-Pops, who I don't know who V-Pops is necessarily, but this review just came in on iTunes. Uh, apparently, he knows me. He says, I've always followed Joel to keep on top of those areas where I'd like to be an early adopter. I realize he's not an investment professional, derp, but I just want to learn more about cryptocurrency before I start investing myself. And that's why we're here, gang. And we want you to get involved with the bad crypto community. And to do that, we facilitated a lot of different ways for you to connect with us. What are some of those ways, Trav? Yeah, so you can connect with us. Uh, and we're making it easy, right? So we're making it really easy so for easy. you for these links. Now, you can subscribe at badco.in slash iTunes slash YouTube slash Stitcher slash, Google, slash Play. What's the other one? Slash SoundCloud. Um, you can connect with us on the Twitters. We are at Bad Crypto. On Facebook, we are Bad Crypto. On Instagram, we are Bad Crypto Podcast. On Reddit, our username over there is Bad Crypto Podcast as well. Any other places? We got them all. We got all the places. Um, I think that's that's all of them. Oh, Bad Crypto Podcast at Gmail dot com. Right? Did yes. You say that? Oh, okay, so. and you can phone call us. We have had some people calling us and leaving us the messages, which is fun and friendly. Yeah, that's right. Our phone number is 708-885-9030. That's 708-885-9030. Operators are standing by. And by operators, I mean Google Voice and our voicemail that will greet you so that you can leave your message and uh, use it for whatever you want. If you want to ask us a question, if you want to give us a comment, uh, whatever it is you want to talk about, call there and be brief. Uh, and if you know your question is relevant to one of our shows or comments, we might go ahead and include you in a future episode and make you a star. Absolutely. Yeah, we actually had a, a question from Jack Muir come in about that said hey we love the podcast one question i bought my first bitcoin on the coinbase exchange you mentioned wallets can you explain and recommend one is it okay to just leave my bitcoin on the exchange captain jack we just answered you we got a, we had, we put together a whole show just for you captain jack boom and with that the icing is on the cake thanks for listening to episode number seven of the bad crypto con contact what is it the bad crypto podcast and you could tell it's a good time to end because i'm officially out of words <laughs> that doesn't happen very often folks <laughs> I, they're just stumbling over each other all right on behalf of uh, myself joel com and travis wright we'll catch you guys on the next episode stay bad The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto, LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's 
and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.